Hi, I'm Linda. Welcome to the first edition of Beaches, Creeks and Rivers. Hi, I'm Jan. Beaches, Creeks and Rivers is about environmental sustainability in our local area. We hope that our conversations with volunteers and community leaders will highlight local efforts to make a difference. Here we will be telling you how you can get involved as a volunteer. This episode we will be talking to two local groups, Karen Beach Patrol and Friends of Karen Foreshore. Today we have the coordinator of these two groups, Marcus Mulcahy, to tell us all about them. We also have Josie joining us today, who will be sharing her experiences as a volunteer with Karen Beach Patrol. Hello Marcus, welcome to Beaches, Creeks and Rivers. Thanks Jan, it's great to be here. We'd like you to tell us a little bit about Karen Beach Patrol and Friends of Karen Foreshore. First of all, Karen Beach Patrol, what do you guys do? Karen Beach Patrol, uh, it's been going for about two or three years or so and really our mission is to collect as much rubbish as we can from the Karen Beach and the foreshore area there and, uh, and remove it. And how did you come to be involved in this? I guess I've always been interested in community activities and, uh, and I guess this is just a, something which I wanted to become involved with. I mean, we all, all of us in the local area here swim at the local beaches. You know, we, that's a, a really important feature of who we are in our region here. And, uh, you know, you go down there on a, on a Saturday or during the week on the holidays and you'd find the beach is a bit of rubbish here and there. It's just really annoying and frustrating. So I guess... Uh, the idea that we could pick up rubbish and uh, do something about it became a bit of a thing I wanted to focus on. And is it part of a larger organisation? It is, good question. It actually is. There's an organisation called Beach Patrol Australia which operates largely, I guess, mainly, I guess, the Port Phillip Bay. So all the beach areas in the Port Phillip Bay are pretty much covered by Beach Patrol Australia. And what they are are just volunteers who spend one hour on a Saturday, sometime during a month, and they come on down there and just pick up rubbish and remove it. Yeah, that's the key thing, really. So I and guess that's that's pretty much what we do. Mm, and where does all this rubbish go? The rubbish is removed from the beach, number one. And uh, what we do is we sort it into various groups. So because we want to make sure that people understand what sort of rubbish is actually gathering on our beaches. So we get the rubbish out and we sort it into you know shopping bags. We sort it into you know glass bottles, bottle caps, cans. And the idea is, Jan, we actually count how many bottle caps, how many cigarette butts are being collected. And that information is then uploaded to Beach Patrol Australia, their website. There's a collection database for this information. And that information is then shared with our local politicians and other people who can influence what goes into our bay. And let's not forget, Jan, right next to Cowan Beach, there is the Patterson River. And the Patterson River, as you know, on a wet day, the so much rubbish paused right down from Dandenong and goodness knows where straight out into our beach and it always ends up on the Karen Beach or the Bomb Beach, the other side of the river there. So a lot of uh, unfortunate things happen on rainy days. What is your vision? How do you picture this going forward? Well, in terms of vision, we are an organisation which just wants to get as many people around as possible involved in keeping the beaches of Karen clean and any other beaches around the guess the bay that's guess our mission really um, it's one hour once a month one hour once a month and you know we've got a whole lot of uh, ways you can engage with us so i guess the best way to sort of keep an eye on what current beach patrol is doing is we've got a facebook page simple get on facebook search for current beach patrol it'll come up join the group and then you'll find us uh, you know get it get on the list you get all the dates usually it's the last saturday of every month and we meet uh, somewhere down 
near the the Karam uh, Surf Life Saving Club, just not, not pretty much in front of that mm. on a Saturday morning about nine o'clock, one hour. That's obviously a good way for people to get involved in in a fairly simple and not very time consuming activity. And I tell you what, Jan, what I love about it is it's just so nice getting down to the beach early in the morning, getting that fresh air. It feels like even though you're picking up rubbish, which isn't the greatest thing in the world to pick up, you feel good about the experience. You clean the beach, but you just it's just nice being down there in the air and the vibe of the beach because we all love the beach mm, why we live mm. near the beach and being down there to do something like this just really i don't know just makes it a fun and ex- a fun experience and a lot of yeah, regulars well, roll up all the time yeah we have one of the volunteers coming on later to talk oh, to terrific. us about her experiences and i just thought there's probably something else we need to mention which is that uh, the Karen beach patrol provides the equipment the gloves and i don't know what you call those sticks that you pick things up the, with the picker uppers <laughs> yeah, the little tongy yes. things yeah we actually because i said they're well, they're well resourced so they've supplied us with all these pickers and uh pickers mm. i think and gloves and t-shirts the lot mm. so you don't you just basically roll up and just bring your and we supply with everything you need to go and do the job for one hour on a Saturday. Mm. Now, Marcus, you're also involved with the uh, Friends of Karen Forshaw. Can you tell us a bit about that? Friends of Karen Forshaw? Yes, I can. And the Friends of Karen Forshaw is largely, it's, it's also a connection with the Karen Primary School. Students down there come down once, um, once every two months or so and work with the City of Kingston to help plant uh, on the, the foreshore there area there. There's a whole program going along the Karen Beach area and the foreshore area. In the alternative months, the community come down. So the community come down and actually work with uh, the council again, the City of Kingston, and their, their fantastic foreshore rangers to actually plant again. So it's sort of, we get school students, we've got the community people coming on down to actually look after our foreshore, which is an important part of uh, the whole Karen region there. You know, there's not only the indigenous plants, which they're planting, but also there's the wildlife as well too, which mm-hmm. lives within the actual foreshore. So it's a really important part of our local community, our local area. And uh, the Friends of Karen Foreshore is uh, a key part of that in sort of making sure that our foreshore is, the plants are right, the foreshore is looked after. And mm. as I mentioned, this, it's, it's a coalition with the city of Kingston. And, and I suppose the plantings are intended to stabilise the dunes down Absolutely. there? Absolutely. That's a key thing. It's about stabilising the dunes. So the right plants are placed in the right part mm. of, the, uh, of the zone there to make sure that uh, we achieve our result. And what would be the best way for someone to get involved if they want to get involved with the Friends of Karen Foreshore? There's probably two ways, Jan. One way would be through a Facebook page. So if you type in... Look, search for Friends of Karen Force. You'll see our Facebook page comes up and you can join us. And that's, that's regularly updated with, you know, dates of you know, events coming up. But there's also uh, on the City of Kingston website as well too. If you search for community groups, it'll be listed there as one of the community groups. So there's probably two ways. But probably the, the most effective way is to get onto Facebook. Look for the Friends of Karen Foreshore page. Okay. Now, just one thing with COVID-19. These things, are they happening right now? Good question. No, unfortunately not. At the moment, everything's on a bit of a halt. But, uh, you know, I've got high visions and high hope for the future. (laughs) And it looks like things are picking up for us. So hopefully by the end of the year, we'll get an opportunity to do pick up some rubbish formally at at the Karen Beach Patrol session. And and hopefully we get a chance by the end of the year to do Friends of Karen for sure. But if not, I mean, 2021 is a new year and I'm excited about the potential and uh, so mm-hmm. please jump on those Facebook pages. That's the best way to keep in contact with us. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time today, Marcus. It's been very interesting. It's a pleasure. No worries.
And now we have Josie, who is a volunteer for Karen Beach Patrol to get her take on what it is like to be a volunteer. Welcome, Josie, and thank you for joining us on BCR. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Now, uh, we've actually volunteered together for Karen Beach Patrol. I'm wearing my T-shirt today. Beautiful. Lovely T-shirt. So we both got those while we were volunteering. So can you tell me how you became to be a volunteer for Karen Beach Patrol? Well, Linda, um, I've always loved the beach and I've always been very disappointed by the presence of litter. Karen Beach Patrol presented a really fantastic opportunity to give back to the community and keep my beautiful beach clean. And it's it's really not hard, really not a hard ask to get me on the beach on a sunny Saturday morning. Oh, yes, I know the feeling. (laughs) (laughs) What were the first steps for you to becoming on the beach, picking up rubbish? What did you do? How did you find out about this organisation? Well, Linda, Karen Beach Patrol has a fantastic social media presence on Facebook. And it's not hard to find their page by searching Karen Beach Patrol. And they are connected with other community groups in the area. So it's easy to sort of end up back there when you're just, you know, searching around for community activities and organisations in sort of the Kingston area. And the Facebook page advertises the time for the meetups, which is the last Saturday of every month at 9am for one hour, which is not too much of an ask, you know. The meetup takes place out the front of the Karen Lifesaving Club. So it's not a hard place to find. Easy access for parking. Things like that. Now, I remember my first day, I went down to the beach with my dog and my yellow rubber gloves to pick up the rubbish. Can you tell me a little bit more about what your first day was like? Yeah, of course. So my first day at Karen Beach Patrol was one of those beautiful autumn days that Melbourne gives us every now and then. It was beautiful and sunny and I rocked up down at the Life Saving Club and um, Marcus was there with all of the equipment ready to go, which I was surprised by. Uh, There were gloves ready to go and lots of t-shirts, I think on the first day and so I was already kitted out from the get-go. We had our pickers and a great guide really for showing us what to do. Was it really easy to find Marcus down on the beach? Absolutely it was. He has a massive banner saying Karen Beach Patrol. He's front and centre right as you walk onto the beach so it's not hard to find and you'll already see if you come at nine o'clock you see a a few other people already congregated around, a few dogs hanging around and um, yes it's not hard to find at all and it wasn't hard to find on that morning when I went down. One of the first things that I noticed was the amount of locals that had rocked up, I was really surprised how many people had turned out just for this, you know, small community event. And it was, it was a encouraging. That's what I thought. I thought it was very encouraging that at other pe- other people had found the impulse to become involved in cleaning up their beach. These are all people who live in the Karim area, and that they're passionate about keeping their beach clean. Yes, and a few people join in, don't they? People that are dog walkers or just walking along the beach. Yes, exactly. I imagine yeah. that you know they. They see the flag, they come up and then they join in. Yeah, people, people who aren't intending to come and clean the beach, they, they say, oh, well, I may as well grab a pair of gloves and pick up a picker and grab a bag. It's not hard, you know, I'm already here. So, um, and, and that's, that's actually one of the best ways that people become involved is they just see it happening on the beach. You see all these people, what are these people doing? They're wandering around in green T-shirts, picking things up and popping them in big bags. As they're just all over the beach. So what are they doing? I might get involved. Yeah, so it's a great way of meeting uh, your local neighbours and, and right, other yeah. people from the community. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what are some of the items that you found while cleaning up the beach? Well, one of the some of the biggest surprises to me when, when I went down to the beach for the first time was the sheer amount of rubbish embedded in the sand and the dunes, um, in the dune mm-hmm. vegetation. So, you know, you name it, glass bottles, plastic bottles, cardboard, chip packets, lolly wrappers, you know, and just see, oh, of course, cigarette butts you know 
the unavoidable. Oh, okay, yeah, all everywhere. the usual suspects. All the usuals, that's it. Yeah, all the usual suspects. And uh, they're just everywhere. It's quite sad, but it's also really remarkable how the natural environment starts to just evolve to and adapt to these intruders, really, that have landed in their pocket. One of the most remarkable things that I found, and I found it a few times actually, was lolly wrappers, such as Mars bars or Snickers bars or things like that, uh, Crunchy Wrapper actually was one of them, that were, I could date back to about the mid-80s. So that means that, you know. Wow, really? Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. And um, it, although it was a kind of a, a fantastic archaeological find, it was also, it was a bit sad because that means that that's been there for nearly over 30 years, you know, like nearly 30 years of, of just sitting on that beach from when someone decided one day back in like 1985 that, I won't put this in the bin today. I'm just going to throw it on the sand. And it now is just existing there. But it also, another thing it shows is that that it was in such a good condition. And we already know that plastic takes an extraordinarily long time to break down. But what it demonstrates to you is that this wrapper that was eaten, you know, the product that was inside it was eaten nearly 30 years ago, but it's still in pristine condition in terms of its fabrication. So it's quite remarkable, yeah. um, but also very sad as well. It is. It is really sad. And never mind that it's been, you know, in quite a, you know, it's it's been lashed by the wind and it's been around all the sand and all that sort of thing. It's still, it's still there. So, so if we're dropping chip packets today, um, in 2050, they're going to be finding them. And so the idea of Beach Patrol is to stop that right now. Pick it up before it, it's waiting there for, you know, for the next next generation to come pick up let's pick it up now get rid of it chuck it in the bin have it sorted in the correct and and proper processes and let's encourage a culture of cleaning up after yourself and I think that culture has been pioneered by people long before us but it's something we need to keep reiterating to everyone Um, because unfortunately you know we're coming to the beach and we're seeing the evidence that people are not necessarily getting it I mean, it's probably a few people, but they're not quite getting it that you've got to put your rubbish in the bin. That's right. And it's it's good to see a lot of families, a lot of young families coming down and mm-hmm. and just imparting that to um, the, the next generation of people coming through, you know, yep. young children. They're going to grow up, going to be adults. They, it's good to show them uh, how the best way to look after the environment that we live in by making sure that we're not disposing of rubbish just willy-nilly on the beach, but we're also disposing of it in a responsible way, That's exactly Reu- right, you know, yeah. reusing, reducing and, and recycling. Well, Josie, would you recommend this group for, for other people? Absolutely. Linda, I think it is a fantastic opportunity for people to become involved in a really important community um, activity that really directly affects them if they live in the Bay Area. So I think that this is not limited to Caron Beach Patrol, but it can be extended to the beach patrols of the Port Phillip Bay area. And so I, I think this is, it's just a fantastic program and I, I really hope to see it last for a long time. And, you know, I just I hope to see all that rubbish gone. Yes, yes, me too. Thank you very much for joining us today on BCR, Josie. Oh, thank you very much and good luck and keep cleaning up your beach. Well, Linda, that was very interesting. And now people know how to get involved. Yes, it's easy to help out. All you need to do is come along on a collection day. For more info and to find out when the Friends of Karen Foreshore or Karen Peach Patrol will next meet, just visit them on Facebook or the Kingston Council website. We'll be including the links on the bottom of this podcast. Ah, that's a great idea. Well, that's it from us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye for now. <laughs>